My number one favourite is uh, Benura Fernando. Oh, okay. There's a little story behind that. Um, and then he signaled up on the port, like, look at your phone. Um, yeah. I was calling, yeah, and Joe Root started talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and he was, he was thanking me. <laughs> I started thanking him. There was just a lot of thanking going on. <laughs> so I sent him a message and said, Danny, is it okay if, I, if you just reply to an email to give me permission to sit on the port? Straight yeah. away, he was he was like, yes, no problem. Oh, beautiful. Uh, so he sent it back, yeah. So the, the policeman that kicked me off the fort um, yeah. quite forcibly, uh, I came back and I was like, oh, Mr. Lewis, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, was, it was a complete turn in fortune. So, uh, yeah, it was... Welcome to another episode of Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast with Vida and Bora. And this episode is sponsored by Stag Sports Australia. We are delighted to have a very special guest joining us to have a chat with us today. Um, some call him the greatest ever supporter of English cricket because of his uh, remarkable COVID story, which we are very keen to get into in this episode. Um, his name's Rob Lewis, aka Randy Caddick. Uh, welcome to Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast, Rob. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Nice to meet you guys. So you are in Sri Lanka at the moment. Um, and how are you coping with the petrol shortages and the power cuts? Hope you are not having trouble with lion lager stock shortages. <laughs> no, luckily, luckily, the lions are fully stocked. So, um, yeah, I might consider my position here if, if it wasn't so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, it's, it's, it's all right. Um, uh, I mean, apart from the protests, power cuts, the fuel shortages, uh, et cetera, et cetera, it's actually, it's actually all right. Um, I'm not, not forgetting the monsoon rains because it's off-season, off season, but I, I, I do love it here. I really love it here, so um, I'm enjoying it. But uh, it is, uh, it's, a li- it's, it's a bit um, strange because, yeah, the Sri Lankan people are on tough times. There's huge queues for the fuel. Uh, I, I rented a bike and used up a quarter of a tank that came with it and haven't refueled it since. So uh, it's, it's, um, it's, I mean, on my level, it doesn't really affect me that much, but um, the local people, it's, uh, it's pretty hard. But, but uh, I, I do love Sri Lanka and I'll, I'll be here as long as I can. You've been putting Sri Lanka on the map by supporting us through, I mean, since you've been in Sri Lanka for the England Test Series. So I guess... Would for our viewers out there, I just want to know how you came about to be in Sri Lanka and you know setting up into the English Test series in Sri Lanka. How did that come about? Well, um, <clears throat> uh, so the story was I came for the original Test match in uh, March 2020, mm. um, and I was on the flight over here. The Test match got cancelled. It was one of the few last sport events to be cancelled. It becomes a surprise. There were already a few fans out here, uh, people from the Barmy Army. Um, everyone spent a week on Unawatuna Beach because the first test was due to playing goal. Um, <coughs> and then COVID um, got a bit severe. Uh, I'm going to have to move, actually, guys. Sorry, it's just started raining. Oh, give, no. me, give, me, give, me, give me five seconds. I'll have to go back to that. <laughs> I'm out of the open. Well, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just... <laughs> It was funny a minute ago, but there you go. That's something I miss in Sri Lanka with the, I see the sun now and a bit of uh, water. Um, oh, mate. It's, yeah, it's, it's, 
phone's come down, but I'm, I'm on the show here, so it should be all right. That's lovely. We are in our winter jackets here, and you're yeah. loving the sun and having some warm weather. Oh, with, yeah, there's rain. There doesn't seem to be any, there's never a cold day here, that's for sure. You might get, <laughs> you might get severely wet, unfortunately, but there we go. Yeah. Like the drain off the off the keyboard. Right, uh, okay, I'll start again on the old um story. So um yeah, I, I came in for the original test match in March twenty twenty. Um um and I was I was on the plane, the, the test match got cancelled, but it was one of the last sporting events to be cancelled, so it wasn't really a surprise. Um there were fans already over here on mm. uh in Unawatuna, the first test was meant to be played in Gaul. Yeah. Um, so everyone kind of stayed for a week, but as COVID got more severe, the um, the foreign minister called everyone to come home. Um, and I, I'd, I'd been working quite hard up to this point to save up for this trip. Uh, so I was, I dug my heels in the thing, I'm not going to come home. I'll stay here for the month, wait for COVID to, to sort of blow over. Uh, yeah. So I actually went further around the coast to Hirakatia um, and spent... Um, a couple of months there where there was when curfews were on here so you there was days you weren't allowed out but then there was a couple of days you were but I was on a beach so I couldn't really complain I had the whole of this beautiful <laughs> tourist beach to myself it was it was fantastic um, and then obviously the situation rumbled on the UK uh, wasn't great I was in contact with friends and family back home they were just they just kept telling me not to come home so I, <laughs> it was quite easy for me to, to, to stay here um, the the borders were closed but Sri Lanka kind of opened up internally so things were happening there's a few events some parties um so it was um compared to what people were going through back home it was, it was a no-brainer to stay here um and then yeah after a while there was just I heard England were penciled in to come back in January I didn't really think I'd be staying that long but I thought well I mean, I can stick it out till then, and uh, yeah, and, and it paid off. Yeah, they they eventually came, and um, yeah, I ended up being the only Englishman watching from the fort. Yeah, I mean, no one predicted a pandemic, and you know, we are in it for nearly three years now. So, I mean, you have a very interesting story to tell your kids and your grandkids. I mean, you you can tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> for years and as you said you decided to um, stay back and you ended up being in Sri Lanka for 10 months and as you said you are the you were the only fan left to support England and uh, that's how we came about your story you because the fans were not allowed to uh, watch the game in the stadium and no. you ended up going up the fort and uh, you put your flags up there and um, we like to hear about that story I think they asked you to leave because Police asked you to leave. Was that the story? Yeah, that's correct. When I when I first got up there, I, I made these huge banners. Um, the Barmy Army had been in contact. They kind of adopted me. Um, <laughs> they wanted me to put a banner up, so I said, "Okay, I'll put a banner up." But I, I also said, uh, "As long as we can kind of raise money for um, uh, We Care, which is a dog te- dog care charity here." Um, yeah, something I was quite um, keen on. So like, it was like a favor for a favor. Um, so I. Uh, on the first morning of the, the first test, I hung these banners. I'd created them. I didn't realize how big they were. I was like, I just have the biggest size. They were five <laughs> meters by three meters. Like, <laughs> can't imagine how big. Like, if I do my arm stretch, like, that's barely two meters. So these things yeah. are massive. So um, it's it quite a struggle to get them up. It was. There was. I had to. I had to get my friend to 
go to the bottom of the fort and take some rope to peg them in underneath yeah. um, just so they didn't flap around. But it took us over an hour to put up just three banners. I had, I had three more, but I was like, oh, too tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, yeah, so I sang uh, Jerusalem for the first time, which was which was like a pretty incredible. I've kind of been thinking about that for a while, being the only person singing Jerusalem. I didn't think it had actually happened. Um, and then and then I was told to leave. Um, and then I had to go to the police station to ask permission. They were sending me back to the policeman on the fort. They were just sending me in circles, basically. No one was right, taking yeah. any ownership of the situation. That's typical in Sri Lanka. Oh, typical Sri Lanka, yeah. But um, <laughs> after an hour, I came back to the fort. My banners were not there. I was like, what's, what's going on? And the yeah, policeman yeah. said, yeah, you can't hang your banners here. I'm like, what? It was bitterly disappointed. But I did see people had screenshotted it on their tellies. The banners were up on the fort. So yeah. it was that. But there was that hour that they were up. So um, I'm kind of pleased with that. <laughs> I think um, Rob, one of the Sri Lankan journalists, journalist Rex, he was there up on the fort as well. Did you come across him? Because I think he was covering the game from the fort. So he, I did. did I did. I I, 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 I said to the police, "Why is this guy allowed up there?" And he said, "Well, he's, got, <laughs> um, he's media accredited." So I was like, "Come on, can I get, can I get this? Like, I'm reporting yeah. back." to the Barmy Army like everyone wants to know about the cricket through me so I was like yeah I'm, I'm reporting it like give me this presentation yeah. so I'm I, I'm uh, someone gave me a number for a representative at the SLC <coughs> who basically yeah. asked permission from the England camp um, uh, and one of uh, the the media manager Danny Rubin um, followed me on Twitter recently so I sent him a message and said Danny is it okay if, I, if you just replied to an email to give me permission to sit on the fort straight yeah. away he was he was like, yes, no problem. Oh, beautiful. Uh, yeah. So he sent it back, yeah. So the, the policeman that kicked me off the fort um, yeah. quite forcibly, uh, I came back and I was like, oh, Mr. Lewis, welcome. So it was a complete turn in fortune. So uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was very strange. So that was evening of the second day. I'd been wandering around the, the test match watching through the gates between them. So uh, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was a huge relief. Huge relief, yeah. yeah. And I guess... Um, Rob, you wouldn't have gotten to meet the English players right along. It would have been the interaction you had at the match, seeing them, right? Because everything was pretty tight-knit in terms of exposure because of COVID. You weren't able to meet the English camp by any chance? or No, no. People were, people said, oh, you must be able to go enjoy a beer with the players afterwards. But uh, yeah. the nature of the beast, I mean, mm -hmm. if I was able to, then I wouldn't have been in the position to be the only fan up there. So, there was no chance of meeting them. They they left, um, I think it was the day after the second test, they left straight for India because they had some test matches yeah. there. Uh, I, I cheekily asked to jump on their plane, which was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they said no. And I tried, getting a, I tried getting a visa to India, but like, travel at the time was super hard. Like It was, it was, yeah. it was a no. Yeah. Um, I, I went to the Indian embassy in Colombo, uh, did a little bit of begging, tried to flag it, but uh, to no avail. So, unfortunately, I couldn't carry on the adventure over there. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but I did, um, I did, I did eventually get to meet, um, Joe Root, uh, recently in, in, in the Caribbean when I went over there. Oh, it wasn't yeah. the, it wasn't the happy, it wasn't the happy ending I was hoping, but, uh, maybe <laughs> we can talk about, we can talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. I mean, uh, when Joe Root scored his 100, he straight away um, raised the bat 
towards the goal fort and you were up there then uh, then after the game i think he rang you he gave you a call and uh, you know yeah yeah he did uh, oh, uh, it was very 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 surreal it feels a bit weird thinking about it now but yeah it was it was a superb gesture from him he came all the way over they were signaling. It was. I think he was doing an interview with someone. He was with Danny Rubin, and then he signaled up on the fort, like, "Look at your phone." Um, yeah. I was calling. Yeah, and Joe Root started talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. And he was. He was thanking me. <clears throat> I started thanking him. There was just a lot of thanking going on. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! I'm sure you would yeah, have was, been a few beers, beers in deep at that time when you got the call. Things would have been pretty. Well, I actually learned my lesson not to not to drink while up on the fort because it, it's the hottest place on earth. It's, just, it's fully exposed to the sun. A couple of days I started drinking in the morning and I ended up with heat stroke at the end of the day. So uh, I learned that it was best just to kind of just, just stay um, well hydrated and then start enjoying the lines in, in the evening session. Yeah, that's the, that's the best thing to do. Otherwise, you'll end up in trouble. So I wasn't actually, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't too drunk at all at the end, which is great because I fully remember everything that happened. So I would have, <laughs> I would have hated, it. I would have hated it to have been um, super yeah. drunk and not remembered and possibly made a fool out of myself on the phone to join anyway, But yeah, um, cricket. Did you play cricket, Rob? In, in back in England, have you played cricket in Sri Lanka? Say ten months. I mean, you would have played some street street cricket, I'm sure, or beach cricket. So. Um, I've played a couple of games on the beach here, yeah, when they when they pop up. Um I played I played very young. When I was six, I played um all the way through I was about twenty-two. Um yeah. I played cricket a lot. I represented uh Middlesex and Surrey, about under fourteen age. But yeah. um I was never good enough to to continue with the county. Um but I did play Surrey Championship at my club, mainly for the second eleven, which was a pretty good standard. And I played some games for the first eleven, which was a very good standard. We had uh, Jimmy Adams as our overseas player, so I've actually I've, I've played with Jimmy Adams, which was yeah. which was something that I'll uh, that I'll remember. That was that was super fun. He's such a nice guy. So yeah, I enjoyed yeah. that. But, um, but I stopped. I stopped playing cricket early because it took up too much of my time when I started full time work. Um, which is the same story, unfortunately, for a lot of people. So um, I, I just enjoyed uh, watching cricket from afar, yeah. um, and now and now I'm like I'm fortunate enough to be able to uh, get time off work and work around it, and afford to be able to, to go to see games. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's nice. You mentioned uh, county cricket, and uh, we hear a lot of news coming from England about this. Uh, change of the setup with Rob Key coming in as the director of cricket and uh, you have a new you have two new coaches uh, one for Red Bull uh, with Brendan yep. McCallum and and uh, Matthew Mott as the white ball coach and we hear Kevin yep, Peterson might get get a advisory role as well what do you think about these new changes in the England cricket setup um well for a start, like you can't really make judgments until they've had a crack at the job. So obviously, uh, I, I hope it goes well. It's it's a it's a big change across the board. Something we probably needed. Um, I mean, Rob Key and uh, Brendan McCullum haven't got too much experience in their roles, but again, um, 
it's not our job to select them. They've they've been picked. They did well at their interviews. It's uh, it's just mm-hmm. our jobs as fans to uh, to support them and the teams that they pick. Obviously, whenever a team is picked, it gets criticised on Twitter, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, I I avoid that. Like whatever whatever teams they pick, that's that's, that's their job to pick the teams. Mm, but yeah. it's our job as fans to support whoever's playing. So it's exciting. It's exciting. Um, I'm excited for Ben Stokes to be captain. I would. I hope. I hope it doesn't. Uh, turn out the way um, Ian Botham and Freddie Flintoff, who is very much alike as a cricketer, yeah. um, they didn't go too well. But um, we're just hoping uh, he's saying all the right things. He's saying he's not, he's not, he's not Flintoff. He's not Botham. He's Ben Stokes. So uh, obviously, wish them all the best. And it's, it is exciting. And to be honest, we're bottom of the bottom of the Test Championship table. So the only way is up. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. Um... Really disappointed with the change. Pretty happy because um, the guy who exited the job started a role with us, and he's um, got a good good start to his career with Sri Lanka with um, Chris Silverwood uh, winning um, a Test series up in Bangladesh for Sri Lanka. So that's a pretty good time for us. Um, yes, I think it's a, I think it's a good. I think it's a great appointment. A great appointment. I think he'll do yeah. well. Um, I think the Bangladesh balls are good, important ones to win, uh, full of confidence. Yeah. Australia are coming over here next month, so they've got yeah. a full tour, uh, yeah. T20s, one dayers, and two Test matches. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean that's up against the best. Um, Sri Lanka will be underdogs, but they need to just use the conditions to their advantage. But um, yeah, Chris, uh, wish Chris well. Um, I know the physio Brett. I was hoping yeah. to meet Chris at some point. Um, uh, we how it, I, I met um, Mickey Arthur and Grant Flower and Macca, the fielding coach. We had a little uh, sort of like a drinking drinking club. That sounds a bit <laughs> <laughs> sounds a bit problematic. I'm sure it wasn't that bad. But yeah, every Friday we met for a few beers in Colombo. Yeah. So I, I made friends with them. So I'm hoping to meet Chris at some point. It would be it would be great to meet him. But um, I'm sure yeah. he's, he's pretty busy setting in. So maybe one day. Yeah. Um, I think you mentioned Australia coming in to Sri Lanka. There are people a bit, you know, um, nervous about the situation out there. You um, uh, been settling in. I think you know the ground level a lot better. Um, any advice for any Australians thinking of visiting to hoping to visit the games and watch watch a bit of cricket and enjoy the scenery around there. Uh, yes. Um, uh, yeah, there's some. Obviously, um, there are governments have warned people not to come here. However, uh, it, is, it is safe to come here. It is safe. I can assure everyone of yeah. that. Um, there's a few obvious things. I wouldn't advise anyone to get involved with the protests um, <laughs> because yeah. they have they've turned. I mean, the government have people in just to cause trouble. So, if you stay yeah. away from the protests. Um, and don't do anything kind of to attract attention to yourself. You'll be fine. Uh, the Sri Lankan people are, uh, are lovely. Like they make they, um, what they do is the queue. The queues for the fuel. They let um, foreigners to the front of the queue. I don't oh, advise yeah. them to take that up on that offer because it's not very nice. But that's the sort of thing that they do to accommodate the tourists. Um, okay. They see tourists as um, as as kings. Basically, they treat them really well. So there's no. There's no kind of safety or security issue. Um, it's a beautiful country. Um, 
and if anything, there is there is a lack of tourism here, and um, Sri Lanka heavily relies on tourism, especially for um, yeah people uh, with cash businesses selling food by the streets. They need the tourism in, so um, it's 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 like a, it's a great time to come and come and visit. And I I hope I hope there are some people that come over. Oh, that's really good to hear, Rob. I mean, we we haven't I haven't been to Sri Lanka for nearly four years, so you know. It's really great that you are there, and um, and the message you're passing is really important. So, um, you mentioned a few players. You've been watching a lot of cricket, traveling, and any Sri Lankan players you admire? Who are your favorites? Um, um, yeah, my my <laughs> my number one favorite is uh, Benura Fernando. Oh, right. <laughs> there's a little story behind that um, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I went back to England when I first went back to England uh, it was June last year I went back for the first time and funnily enough Sri Lanka were were touring they had three one day internationals in England it was a horrendous uh, tour <laughs> it, yeah in, England England absolutely smashed them unfortunately yeah but I went to I went to a couple of the games. I went to the game at the Oval and I went to a game in Bristol. And when I went to the game in Bristol, it was a much smaller ground. So I met up with a couple of people in the Barmy Army and I was like, oh, I'm going to go, go and say hello to Mickey and Grant. So I went to yeah. the change, said hello to Mickey. Nice to see them again. Um, and then Benura came over and went, oh, you the, you the guy that was on the fort? And I was like, yeah. yeah. And he, said, uh, he said hello. And it was, it was really nice to be recognised by um, one of the players. So that kind of stood out. So um, I, yeah. I kind of see him as my cult hero now. So um, I've, got, uh, I've, got, I've got a Sri Lankan test jersey with Benura on the 71s. Oh, right. <laughs> um, uh, it's, just, it's just annoying. He keeps getting injured. So he's, yeah, he's in yeah, and out of the team. Um, but when he has been in the team, he's he's looked really promising. So I really hope he can stay injury free, and we can see him, uh, and we can see him play against Australia. Yeah, yeah, no, no he's a very good. Uh, I mean, he should be in the white ball team, as you said. Like injuries kept him out. Yeah, Otherwise, for sure, for sure. You know, he's a he was an automatic pick. Um, we talked a lot about cricket. Um, what's happening in the life outside of cricket uh, for you? Um, Work-wise, family, what football team you support? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I support Arsenal. Um, All right, yes. we're out. <laughs> <laughs> not bad, mate. It's not not bad, not good. So um, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see that one day. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, um, uh, so I learned to DJ out here. Well, well, there was right. COVID. I had a lot of free time. Um, yeah. The name Randy Caddick came from I, I i when i got good enough i got a gig in colombo and the and the guy he, he said what's your dj name and i was like i don't have one so i said to my mates i really want a dj name uh i'm not really taking this seriously so i want a fun name it'd be good if it could be related to cricket so we had a load of cricket themed names in the hat and <laughs> randy caddick was just in the hat somewhere and we all yeah. found it the funniest um so i went i went with that um yeah. so i've been I haven't been DJing too much lately. I've been doing a bit of um, uh, too much traveling around. I've been very busy at work. Um, uh, what else? I mean, I'll do a bit of photography. I haven't, again, I haven't done much recently because of work, but it's something I'd, I'm like, passionate about. I've got uh, a photography Instagram account. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, not really. I'm following Krigo. I went to the 
Caribbean in March to watch England, the three test matches over there. That was that was superb. It was nice to meet yeah. other people from the Barmy Army who I've not ever met before. So yeah. made a few few really good friends. Yeah. Uh, there. Um, and yeah, I've got a I've got a trip, a cricket trip coming up, going to Holland, um, the Netherlands to see the inaugural one day uh, series over there. <clears throat> and then I'm I'm coming back to the UK to the see England, New Zealand at Headingley, and then England, India at oh, Edgebaston. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then I'm coming back here for a bit, and then I'll be back um, in the UK for August to see people and. Uh, planning to, to come back to Sri Lanka for this for the season, but um, obviously, uh, out, outside factors are in place, so we'll just have to see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, you reckon you'll be in Australia to watch the T20 World Cup, or that's more? I don't think so. Um, I'm trying to see as much as I can, but I mean, the schedule is, is crazy to see every game requires a lot of time and money. Um, yeah. Uh, which I don't have unlimited resources of, unfortunately. So <laughs> I'm picking and choosing. Uh, uh, test matches are the priority for me. Um, so I'm hoping to go to Pakistan in December. We've oh, been yeah. in for a series there. And yeah. New Zealand in February. So um, uh-huh. I've been to New Zealand before, but I've never seen cricket there. So I'd be, I'm, I'm going to try and manifest that to happen. Oh, really that's good. awesome. Hopefully in hopefully Sorry. No, <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was going to rob any Sri Lankan dish that you've settled in or how are you taking the spice out there? Uh, I can't eat spice. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> no. it's, not the, it's not the best kind. I, I honestly think I'm allergic to spice. If I have any spice, I just like, just get like <laughs> a maniac. Uh, so it's not, it's not ideal. I don't really eat too many of the local cuisine, but I do like uh, kotu. Kotu is oh, yeah. a really nice dish. Uh, but I have to just say, please, no chili. Um, yeah. Otherwise, it'll kill me. Uh, the, dal, the dal is nice. Like the, the egg poppers I can have. Uh, yeah, with dal for breakfast, they're quite nice. But um, but there's, yeah, there's plenty of places to eat here. So uh, sometimes yeah. I'm just eating um, pizzas and pastas and things. <laughs> what about seafood? <laughs> but, uh, Are you a fan of seafood? Oh, there, yeah, there's, ton, there's tons of seafood, yeah. Um, uh, I'm actually a vegetarian, but oh, yeah. I have been eating fish while I've been in Sri Lanka because it's kind of hard not <laughs> to, because um, the fish is so fresh. So yeah, I'm yeah. a pescatarian now. But, yeah, yeah <laughs> it's plenty. I'll, I'll be I'll be eating seafood pasta quite a lot and um, rate, rating restaurants by eating their seafood pasta and seeing which ones are the best. Yeah, it's really yeah. I miss Sri Lankan, uh, especially crabs. Can't wait to come back to Sri Lanka and uh, try. Oh, there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's some, there's some really nice restaurants here. Mm. Yeah, super, super, super nice. When, when are you guys expecting to be back? I'm hoping to come back in December, but yeah, uh, anything can happen from now till December. You, yeah, yeah, we just you know how it goes. Our ears to the ground. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um. Rob, what I mean, I know you. I guess Sri Lanka is you, you support Sri Lanka as well in cricket now with having a good uh, experience with visiting out there. How do you see Sri Lanka cricket currently, and with with the team, are they heading the, in the right direction, or just a thought from the games you've been seeing so far? Um, yeah, they've done superbly well since the England Test matches. Um, we beat 
Sri Lanka comfortably. And uh, since then, Mickey um, and his coaching staff have done a done an amazing job yeah. to get them where they were. They uh, their test team looks more solidified now. Um, they're led uh, admir- admirably by um, Dimmer, mm. and they've got some they've got some really good players in there. In, in there that um, should be long term. I said Fernando now to the first seam bowler to take ten wickets in a match since Sri Lanka Bath. I thought the stat blew my mind. Yeah. It does kind of say for the state of Sri Lankan fast bowling. But I mean, it's, it's also a good thing he's quite young, so he'll be in there for the time being. So yeah, Mickey uh, and Grant like, uh, put them in a great position. Unfortunately, they couldn't carry on, but yeah. um, hopefully Chris can pick up the the bat and run with it. Um, so it was, it was super. Superb team winning Bangladesh. Uh, oh, I forgot to say, yeah, they put in a great, great, um, great stint at the uh, the T20 World Cup in Dubai. I actually went to that. That was in November, and they did yeah. really well. They were they were they were very unfortunate not to um, yeah uh, not to make the semi-finals. Um, uh, England was struggling against them. We we were looking, we were staring down the barrel at one point, but. Um, yeah. yeah, we just crossed the line. But yeah, Sri Lanka did superbly well. So it'll be interesting to see how they do against the best uh, with Australia coming in. So that will be a good sign of yeah. uh, barometer of where they are. Um, yeah. And they've got Pakistan coming here after that. Or oh, that will obviously be very difficult. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, but it's, they're, they're in a much better position now than when they were when I saw them early, early last year. So, um, Let's hope, it, let's hope it continues because um, when Sri Lanka do well, I think um, I think cricket is in a better place for it. Oh, no, nice. you're absolutely right. I wish we can talk to you for longer. I mean, we can talk forever because it's really interesting talking to you. Um, so before we wrap up, where can our listeners reach you, Rob? Where can they find you? Um, uh, I'm quite uh, kind of active on Twitter. <clears throat> um, I was, I was tweeting about the, the game yesterday when they beat Bangladesh and um, a lot of people messaged me and I try and message as many people back as I can. Uh, my handle for that is uh, Elite Bandwagon. Um, it's the same handle for Instagram as well. Um, so you can kind of follow kind of what I'm up to up to on there, yeah. But, um, but yeah. Great. We'll, we'll add, add those links in our show notes and... Uh... You can check him out. Oh, I'm, I'm hoping to get to the a couple of the early games against Australia, so the T20s, and they hopefully the first one day before I go and watch England. So, um, yeah, hopefully I'll be there <laughs> if anyone sees me come say hello. Lovely. I like to think I'm approachable. And, uh, <laughs> happy to happy happy to buy a, a live beer for anyone that wants to drink with me. <laughs> awesome. No, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, Rob. Thanks a lot for that. I'm sure the listeners will enjoy listening to your story and will uh, make a trip out to Sri Lanka to experience it for them themselves as well. Um, and keep, I guess you're doing a great job supporting Sri Lanka as well. Um, I hope to catch up with you at another, another episode along the line. Thank you very much for having me on, for Vida. Very good chatting to you. Um, Wish you luck with your podcast and I'll keep listening. Thanks for coming on. And uh, I'm planning to come to Sri Lanka in December. So hopefully we'll catch up and enjoy a uh, lion lager. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Yeah. yeah.